0: Welcome back. Another episode of the whole nine yards drew PN with Brandon Corian here on a Sunday night, the Pittsburgh Steelers Buffalo bills game just ended Buffalo ended up winning 26 to 15 overall a solid week of football. Uh, we're going to probably talk about most, if not all the games, but we'll start with the game that just ended uh, Brandon initial reactions on the bills winning 26 to 15.
1: Yeah, I think this is what we thought was going to happen uh, when we picked, we talked about this game last week. And we both have been talking about how overrated the Steelers are uh, and how how overrated they've been this entire season. And um, I've been high on the Bills the entire season. You've been a little less uh, high on them. But I think you're probably starting to turn that corner now, maybe after this win. I don't know. We'll hear uh, what you say after. But this is – I mean, this is what I thought was going to happen. It was a tough game. I mean, the first quarter there was no scoring and it was basically just three and outs each quarterback was getting hit pretty hard um the defenses were playing really good and then second quarter um Steelers they got out into advantage but then it seemed like the Bills were just getting into a groove after that Um, and after that Steeler touchdown um the Bills had three touchdowns and a field goal so I think it was more just that like the Steelers offense cannot keep up with how good their defenses and that's something that we've known but these last two weeks, it's really shown because no matter how good your defense can play, if your offense can't put up points, then you you just have no shot of winning games. And that's exactly what's happening for them. And it's probably what's going to keep happening for the rest of the season and probably the playoffs too. They just,
0: they have no running game at all, really. And it it showed because like, I don't know, I just thought their their runs are so like, blah, I don't know. And the Steelers went, Three for 10, or sorry, one for 10 on third down, which is not good. And time of possession, they had the ball for 24 and a half minutes, and the Bills had it for 35 minutes. So, I mean, I feel like they're just the time of possession, at least, is going to come down to the run game, not be able to sustain drives really.
1: that's big. Well, I was going to say that's with the Bills even getting a defensive touchdown. So, like, yeah, that just shows you how big the time possession really was because. They basically had a possession where their they had a possession where their offense wasn't even on the field, and the Steelers had more time. So it's it's not good that you can't run the ball like that.
0: I don't know where the Steelers go from here. Uh, I mean, it feels so weird because two weeks ago they were eleven and zero, and I know I want to say I had them at the second best team in the conference, and now I feel like they they don't even have a chance. Like. They felt pretty helpless in this game, just not being able to run the ball. I mean I think the running game is probably their biggest problem right now, like without any running like they have no running game. It's not even like they have like a a poor running game. they just don't have one in general.
1: yeah, Connor hmm. came back and he went ten for eighteen.
0: It's not good, and it's not even necessarily all his fault either. I mean, the offensive line isn't great either, so I want to say this was Matt Marquise Pouncey's first game back, too. Um, Yeah,
1: I think I'm pretty sure.
0: But, uh, yeah, I mean, not a good showing from the Steelers running game.
1: And even the – so many balls. Which I mean, like they have good receivers, but like they drop so many balls. I mean, the first yeah. play of the game was a drop, and like that's their, their yeah. problem. No, that was it like, was the th-
0: it was the third down, right? I, th- I think it was Deontay Johnson who just dropped that pass.
1: Right? I think it may have even been the first play of the game. Um, but it was if, whatever if it was the first player or the third down play, it was the first drive, and that just wasn't it wasn't setting up to be a good game. If you're, um, yeah, no, it was first play of the game, it was a screen to the left of Deontay Johnson, he dropped it.
0: He also dropped a third down pass. I know that too. Yeah. So I
1: mean, they and Ebron, I think Ebron dropped a third down too. So it's been a problem for them these last couple of weeks. And if you can't run the ball and you're dropping balls, then I mean, your offense is going nowhere.
0: Yeah. I just they're going to have to start catching the ball, and they also have to start running the ball. Their defense, I mean, there's not really any problems there. Uh, they really only let up. I mean, what we'll call it, nineteen points to the Bills. Yeah, yeah.
1: You take that defensive touchdown away. So
0: Yeah. So I mean I mean that Bill's offense is pretty good. So nineteen points is not a lot. Yeah, but I mean pff, there's really just not much to say other than you have to start actually running the ball and you can't be dropping passes at all. I mean, especially on third down, like in a game like this. Losing yeah, two no- in a row is not good. And and the Steelers, like they're their like culture is very volatile, in my opinion. I just I worry what they're gonna start doing when, if especially if they lose like back to back to back games. Like I, I'm already questioning how they're gonna handle these two back to back losses, and it's yeah, like I don't. I mean, I said that I, I, so in last week in my predictions, I said that I don't see anybody catching up to the Steelers, but I mean, the more I just watch them, and yeah, like if I mean, it has to change. If it doesn't change from tonight, then They're not going to be the two seed. They're going to lose more games.
1: Yeah, I think most people thought that they were going to come out better this game. You know, they came out so bad against Washington, and they've been so bad. So maybe people thought, like, they needed a loss to kind of get them going again, at least offensively, and they were still terrible offensively in this game. I mean, I guess the one thing that saves them is that they play the Bengals next week, um, and they're terrible. So, I mean, maybe that can get them going a little bit. But then, you know, they play the Colts and the Browns. I mean, And they
0: get the Colts on a short week, too, because they play the Bengals Monday night.
1: Yeah, and the Colts, I mean, as we saw today, I mean, kind of go into the game a little bit. I mean, they were dominant today um, against the Raiders. Who, yeah, They've been so inconsistent this year. The Raiders have been. I mean, it's kind of ridiculous how good they could play against, like, the Chiefs and some other teams, but then – I mean, they beat the Saints, they beat the Chiefs, and then they lose games. They almost I mean, they basically – I mean, obviously it's not a loss to the Jets, but, I mean, they should have lost that game. And this yeah. game they got absolutely blown out in, so.
0: Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, I don't even know who I would take in that Colts-Steelers matchup. I think I'd actually lean Colts even though I'm not – I'm not a big Colts fan, but.
1: I would definitely lean Colts. I mean, I'm a Colts guy, so I would definitely lean Colts.
0: It's bad. I think, you know, before the season, I think a lot of people, or at least I thought that this team was, like, if you get unlucky, you're, like, a 5-win team. If you get lucky, you're, like, a 10-win team. I thought this team was going to be, like, 8-8, eight and 9-7, eight, and seven, the Steelers. And I think they're just now starting to show that, I mean, they're not an 11-win team, like, which is what they are now. I, I really don't think they are.
1: Yeah, I think they just overperformed earlier in the year. Like, they're more of like a 8-win team right now. Overperformed,
0: probably. and I think they caught teams in inopportune times. Uh, I mean, like the Ravens and like the Titans, uh, not to mention. I mean, the Titans sh- probably should have won that game. But, yeah, I just – I don't think this team's that good. Uh, I could even see them losing week one in the wild card, like, at this point. I, I don't know. Maybe it's just like I'm just – this is just recency bias speaking, but, yeah, like, that's a bad loss. That's a bad loss. I was expecting the Steelers' offense to at least look a little bit better. Uh, Like, the whole week it was like the Steelers can't run and their receivers can't catch the ball. So I was anticipating this week maybe they'd work on that a little bit or something. And, I mean, it was – just as bad if not worse so that i mean that was just horrible
1: um uh that's all i really had on pittsburgh there <laughs> okay
0: so i mean well right. i
1: was gonna i was gonna say something about um I thought we were gonna go Colts after. That's kind of well.
0: Just I mean, you could have just said like moving to the Colts. Like, yeah, yeah. Just, just don't be afraid to like if you don't if you just don't want to say anything like don't because like if you don't say anything that's what we're gonna end up doing anyways. So yeah. it's like just
1: don't be afraid to just like bring it back to the Colts or whatever. Like it's not a big deal. All right. So I was just gonna go Colts then. All right. Yeah. yeah okay. I'll send you that. Wait, let me just pull it up real quick. Um, all right. Uh yeah, so speaking um of the Colts, like I was saying earlier, um, so they beat the Raiders pretty convincingly, 44 27. And um it actually made the Raiders fire the defensive coordinator after the game. Um and, yeah, like, I've been high on the Colts the entire year, and it seems that they're been hitting their stride these last two weeks. Um, obviously, they had that terrible loss to the Titans a couple weeks ago, uh, but they're still in the tiebreaker with um, the Titans. They're 1-1 one one head-to-head, so and right now they're tied at both 9-4 and four for the division, and we've been talking about it, but I feel like the Colts are the better team than the Titans. Um, I don't know why. I, I do like – Tannehill more than Rivers and I like Henry as like an offensive piece more than the Colts offensive pieces but I think the Colts defense is so much better than the Titans defense and I think that Rivers even though I'm not as high on him he's been playing better this year than he has in the last couple years when he's been with the Chargers so for some reason I I just think the Colts are just a better team and I mean that's why I picked them to win the division and again these last three weeks Um, They play Texans, Steelers, and Jags. I mean, in my mind, that's three wins, but at worst, two and one, which, again, I think that can get you the division. That's who the Titans do, but I think they're just playing better than the Titans are.
0: Uh, I'm not willing to say that they're necessarily playing better than the Titans are. I think they're very, very, very even right now. I mean, they split their division matchups. This week, they both, and I know the Jaguars are not, comparable to the Raiders, but they both won their games, you know, I mean, they were never really in doubt for the most part. I'm not going to say that the the Colts are like objectively better than the uh, Titans yet. I still think schedule wise, I mean, they're pretty even, you know, Colts, like you said, Texans, uh, Texans, Steelers, Jags, Titans, it's pretty close to the same thing. Lions, Packers, Texans. I mean, that's pretty close. I mean, it could go any. It could go either way. I'm still gonna. I'm still gonna ride with the Titans for the division crown. But yeah, I mean, the Colts defense definitely better than Titans defense. I'm still taking the Titans offense over the over the Colts offense though, and I don't know that it's by as wide of a margin, but I'm still taking them, and I still think that overall the Titans are a better team. Looking at the Raiders, I. Th- I mean, I th- so. I- after that Chiefs game, I just, and I, I've gone back to that Chiefs game a couple episodes now, but I just thought that this was going to be like their year to be on the come up or whatever and make one of those wild card teams and or wild card spots and potentially go on to beat a Tennessee in the wild card round or go on to beat an Indianapolis. And I mean, ever since that KC game, basically they've proven that that's not the case. Uh, I want to say the Raiders have played three games since that game, and it's been the Atlanta game, the Jets game, and this game. Yes, that is the case. So, yeah. And the past three games, they've gotten blown out 43 to six. They beat the Jets because the Jets basically let them win that game. Like, I don't know how I couldn't see it any other way. And then the Colts game, I mean, they got flattened by the Colts. So, I I mean, I'm going to just assume the Raiders are done this year. Maybe I'm wrong on that. They still have a very plausible shot at the playoffs. It's not likely, but I mean, they have a chance at least they'd, they'd probably have to win out. Uh, Pretty sure they probably would have to win out at this point, but yeah, I mean, John Gruden, I still think he's a top 10 to 15 coach in the league. I still think that at worst, he's like a slightly above average or maybe average coach. So I'm not worried about Gruden is Carr the man for this, for this job. I still don't really know the answer. To... I mean, that's
1: what I was wondering. I mean, I don't know. Well, like... I this contract, and I think he's under contract for another two years, uh, past this one, till he's a free agent. So, and he's getting paid a lot of money. So, I mean, it's tough though because he's definitely not a quarterback who's gonna like make your overall team better and like lift you up. He's like a good. Quarterback, you know, for like nine and seven, possibly a 10 and six. But if they were to make a the playoffs, they'd probably just get bounced in the first round. But I don't, I don't, I don't think it's so. At some point, he's going to have to find his quarterback because even though he signed like a 10 year contract as the coach, I mean, like if they're not performing, he's going to get fired. So he knows that he needs his quarterback at some point. I don't know if that's going to be in this draft. I mean, there's potentially five first-round quarterbacks in this draft. So, I mean, if they really like someone, they could take someone. But would he even be better than Carr to lead you to get to, like, 11, 12 wins? I don't know. Uh, I guess you do that. They'd have to figure that out and see if one guy can actually step in right away and be that guy, maybe sit a couple games and come in halfway through the season. But Ultimately, Gruden's called. They're going to have to figure something out because – I, I well, think they're going to, have to figure something out because they're a 500 team with car and that's not going to be good enough to get into the playoffs. So.
0: Yeah. I mean, to win a Super Bowl with car, your overall roster has to be better without a doubt.
1: And, you know, I
0: think they have to make the decision. Do we want to be a team like maybe kind of like the Niners where their actual roster is just so good and their quarterback doesn't have to carry the team or do they want to be like whatever, like the Seahawks where their quarterback is insanely good and their roster doesn't have to be as good. And I don't know, like is it harder to to find the quarterback or is it harder to actually build a roster that is so dominant that you don't need a top 5 quarterback in the league to make the Super Bowl? I th- I mean knowing Gruden, he's going to I don't think he's going to want to stick with Carr. We've I mean if you've watched any of Gruden's the Gruden camp the Gruden camps he used to do back with ESPN, the quarterback camps, I mean he always manages to find a way to like one quarterback from every draft and whether it's, I don't know if it's, if his drafting skills will be hit or miss, but uh I think in his mind, he is set on a new quarterback. I don't think he wants to stick with Carr. I think ideally Gruden wants a top five quarterback in the league where he can do everything he wants with the playbook. And they have one of the best offenses in the league and Gruden's praised as a offensive like genius if you want to call it like an Andy Reid type and I don't know if he will ever get to that level but I think that's what he wants I think he wants to have an elite offense and I mean it's possible I think it, it really depends on how their record ends up if they end up as like eight and eight I mean they're gonna be able to to probably draft a quarterback in the first round now it's not gonna be Trevor Lawrence not gonna be Justin Fields but maybe you can trade up for some other quarterback that's not them.
1: I don't know exactly who Gruden likes, but yeah. I mean there's always like there's a Sam Howell. Um there's a Trey Lance. Yeah, these are guys who you know are gonna go Zach Wilson possibly. I mean these are guys who are gonna go in the first round for quarterbacks who aren't gonna be like the top picks, they'll still be mid first round picks, but, but you know, if you end up eight and eight, nine and seven, you could definitely grab one of those guys. But I mean, I agree with you. I think he definitely wants a quarterback to come in. So I think, I mean, I like their roster. So if they make a couple more additions, um, maybe like a second, third round draft picks, guys who can fill up needs for them, I think they have a good enough roster, at least to make the playoffs and maybe win around. It comes down to the quarterback. And I just don't think Carr can win win multiple playoff games and i don't know if a rookie quarterback could do it either but i feel like you had to take a chance with a rookie quarterback at this point yeah
0: i'd agree i don't think their overall roster is elite enough to the point where they can afford to stick with car at this point uh if they did have an elite roster then sure but i mean this is proof that i mean they're just gonna they're probably gonna if they keep car they're probably just gonna keep doing the same thing which is like eight and eight, nine and seven, ten 10 and six. If you're lucky, 11 and five, if you're unlucky, six and 10, like it's not, it's not a place you necessarily want to be in the NFL. Uh, I would move on. I think Trey Lance is an interesting name for somebody like Gruden. I think Gruden may want the chance to take somebody that's raw, but I mean, super talented. Uh, Lance only played one game this year. I think he only played one game this year. Uh, but I mean, his arm talent—he's—he's he's amazing. I mean, is he? Does he have like the brain for to be an NFL quarterback? Does he have the discipline? I mean, who knows? That's what you know. Gruden's there to find out if he wants to draft him or not. But at least physically, he's one hundred percent there. I'd be an interesting—that would be an interesting pick for uh,
1: for John Gruden to take for sure. Yeah, I think. I think we're both in agreement that they probably need a new starter quarterback. Yeah.
0: Yeah. For sure. Yeah. I would, I would be, I would move on. Uh, We'll move off the Las Vegas Raiders, though. Um, We'll move on to, fuck. I didn't have my thing. All right. Um, We'll move off the Raiders. We'll talk about the upset of the week. Uh, the Philadelphia Eagles beats the New Orleans Saints twenty four to twenty one. Overall, it was for me a very fun game to watch. Uh, as you know, well, as you may not know, actually, um, I predicted that the Green Bay Packers would be the number one seed, and I predicted this a week or literally not even a week ago. So it's like, I mean, it's not like I called it since day one, but. I did predict that, that that they would take it over from the Saints, and this loss definitely helps that prediction out. Uh, overall, I would say the Saints just kind of came out flat at the start. Uh, Jalen Hurts didn't – he didn't amaze. Uh, I think they went out to a 17-0 lead. Miles Sanders had a solid day. He had a breakout run for like what I think it was an 82-yard run in the second yeah. quarter. Uh, overall, I mean, I don't know. I guess I'll get your first impressions on it, but I, I don't think the Philadelphia Eagles necessarily played a super awesome game. I would say it's more just the Saints had, they came out flat and they just kind of didn't play well. But
1: Yeah, I look at it more as the Saints not coming um, and playing to their full uh, their full potential. Um, I think the Eagles like got a spark out of Hertz and I think that's why they went out to the 17-0 lead. Like, it was just something different that, you know, no one's seen Hurts play, so you're not really sure how to uh, defend him. But as you can see as the game went on, he definitely started struggling more. Um, he only finished 17 to 30 passing, so he's barely over 50%. Um, he had 100 yards on the ground, though, which is a uh, I was actually pretty impressed with. I didn't think he'd have 100-plus yards on the ground. I mean, obviously he could run, but I didn't really think he could run like that, um, which is something that Wentz can't do, at least, you know, like, design run plays for the quarterback. And, but yeah, I look at it more through the saints. Like you picked the Packers to be the one seed. And I picked the saints. Um, I was thinking this game was going to be a win and they would have breeze back for next week against the chiefs, which would be a tough game, which they possibly could win. But in my mind, I kind of already looked at that as a loss. So if we're them losing this game, they're really going to need to win next week's game against the chiefs. And in order to one seed, because it's right now it seems like the Packers are definitely in line to get that one seed, and the Saints, I would say the Saints need it way more than the Packers do, um, just because reason is coming off the injury, and you don't know how he's going to play when he comes back. So if you get that bye week, it's just another week of rest for him, which could be huge for the playoffs uh, for him because this is most likely his last year. He's probably going to retire after the year. I mean, maybe not, but most likely. So them not getting that one seed is going to be huge, and I mean the report is that he's going to come back next week, but I mean I'm not really sure if he is. If he doesn't, there's no way they win that game. Taysom Hill is not the quarterback. He's, I mean, just watching him play, he's just not that good at quarterback. He could be the utility guy, that's fine, but him at quarterback, he's just not. He's just not a good enough quarterback. I mean,
0: he can be like the gadget. I mean, he's he can be what he has been, which is like a gadget guy. If you need him to, th- he like he can perfectly. You know he could be your backup quarterback, like easily.
1: Well, yeah, he could be a backup quarterback, yeah, but not not a starting quarterback.
0: What I'm saying, yeah, he can be your backup quarterback. He can come in for multiple plays. Uh, at, like he's a wild, he's a better wildcat quarterback, if you want to call it like that. I, I like it and saves you the roster spot. Tech, like if you didn't have Jameis Winston here, like you would be totally fine with Tasty Mills, as your backup. Now, I, I guess there is kind of a chance he he gets hurt in the game, and then Drew Brees gets hurt. But I mean. I don't really think that's I think you'd be fine with just Breathe and, and Taysom Hill there. Uh if if you really care about that, I feel like that's something that it's not that big of a deal. But yeah, I mean I Taysom Hill's definitely not the quarterback for this team. Um right now, or in my opinion, going forward. Sean Payton's in a very interesting scenario because I mean, could he just could he just leave New Orleans? Like I don't know the contract situation. I haven't done I any research I think he signed that, but... an
1: extension um, before this year started. I mean, he could just but want he, to get traded, he too. He could leave. I mean, yeah, I mean, what were you thinking? Where do you think he'd get traded?
0: So, if Breeze retires and Peyton's like, all right, uh, my defense is fine, but I also don't have a quarterback. And Michael Thomas, if he doesn't get back to shape this year, he'd be like, all right, well, Michael Thomas is probably at this point – sh- a shell of himself, potentially. Uh, I'd rather just go to a contender or a better team with an actual quarterback. I mean, I, I don't know. Like, do the Bucks fire Bruce Arians? Do would he want to go to the Cowboys uh, right now? Probably not. But if they actually had an actual team, then yeah, for sure. Um, I would assume that if he's getting traded, uh, the Saints would have to trade him to a team that Peyton wants to coach for. So. So Peyton would have kind of a choice on where he wants to go. Other than that, I, I, I'm i sure there's probably other places that I'm not thinking about. Would he want to go to, the, to Los Angeles to coach the Chargers? I mean, probably not, but at least you have Herbert there. I think, you know, I, I, maybe he's just too old to want to coach there. Like, I don't know if he cares about the young, young quarterback. Maybe he just wants to go to a contender. And maybe and maybe the Saints are a contender. I mean, they were just the number one seed. Uh, they're eight and no or whatever. Well, actually, sorry, like eight and one with uh, backup quarterbacks at this point. Uh, I mean, I could definitely see Peyton staying, but what do you think?
1: I mean, I would say he stays, but it would definitely be interesting if Breeze does retire, which I think he probably will. Um, because I mean, they've been in New Orleans together the entire time, and like, if they're now eight and one with backups when Breeze playing. They don't really have a quarterback for the future. And, I mean, if if they don't trust Jameis enough to start these games, then there's no way they trust them to be the quarterback going into next year. And I'm not really sure who they would replace Breeze with. You're not going to go Taysom Hill again. I mean, I wouldn't think you'd do that. Um doesn't seem like they'd go Winston as their quarterback. So, nice yeah, I know. All right, wait. Well, made me fucking forget what I was going to say. <laughs> Um. <clears throat> uh, you? they're not. Uh, I'll just start for sure. They're not going to go with Taysom Hill a quarterback again. I would assume, and it doesn't seem like they'd go with. They're not going to start him in these games. So, like, who would they go with? Like, is it, would there be like a free agent out there that? I mean, they're still like a really good team to the point where like you put an average to, like good quarterback like a top 15 quarterback in that but more towards like 13 14 15 in that offense you could definitely still make the playoffs but you're definitely not winning a Super Bowl so like it's it'll definitely be interesting because I
0: mean, I mean are, are you definitely, definitely team, not winning a Super
1: Bowl if, if you have like, defense, a
0: defense I mean if they play this way
1: I mean they haven't even won they haven't won the breeze since you know, was it 2009, was that? 2008, whatever that year was. Yeah. And, I mean, their defense has been one of the top defenses the last four years. And they've they've made it to the championship game, but they haven't even made it to the Super Bowl yet. And, and I think Breeze is probably your best option unless I mean, who else would it be to be your quarterback?
0: Well, I don't know that you can always say it like that. Like you could, I mean, just because you didn't make the Super Bowl with Breeze doesn't mean that you can't with a quarterback that even may be worse than him i mean it just comes down to i mean the, as, if it's the roster better next year and who, i mean i don't know like the niners yeah, made it with would, garoppolo you have a
1: better chance yeah but i would say you have a better chance with breeze than any other guy who would be available going to well year. if breeze retires and it's not an option but yeah well that's all i'm saying though like i think i mean do you think he's gonna retire yeah i think he's done after this year yeah that's what i think too so i mean they'd have to find a replacement and I'm Gar- saying-
0: From from the veteran quarterbacks, like who would you want? Like if you had to choose one, um, like Garoppolo, Carr. I mean, I guess Winston. Dalton, I, what I was Newton. saying is that I don't
1: think they trust. I don't think. Well, I don't think they go but I don't think they even trust. Like here, here are the freezing quarterbacks next year. So, um. Kobe Brissett, Mitchell Trubisky, Fitzpatrick, Tyrod Taylor, Andy Dalton. I mean, there's Dak, but I don't really assume that he's actually going to be a free agent. Um, Jameis, Cam. I mean, I don't know, do any of those guys sound better than Drew Brees.
0: Uh, I would say Mitch Trubisky.
1: <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I mean, if they could fix him possibly, but no, no, there's no way. <laughs> well, no, if you were being serious. No, I mean, he's, I
0: mean, obviously Trubisky's garbage. He's done. Uh, I mean, probably not, but I will also say ha, Breeze ha, may, you know, over the past four years, he's probably been a top 10 quarterback. Uh, but in his playoff games, has he been a top 10 quarterback? I mean, I don't know that I'm willing to say that, uh, especially last year against the Vikings in the wild card round. Uh, so if you have a quarterback that can, if you like, let's, I mean, if you had, Carr, and Carr's the 13th best quarterback in the league-ish in the regular season, but in the playoffs, he can play like the eighth best quarterback. Well, since the playoffs have less teams, I don't know. Whatever the eighth best quarterback, like you know what I'm saying. Like, yeah, I know what you're saying. Top 25% quarterback in the playoffs. I mean, is that not a team that can win the Super Bowl?
1: I think it could, Um but Carr would have to play like that, and we've never seen him – I mean, we have, we have, half, we've seen flashes. Old, we've seen that like half that MVP year that he had, which he got injured in. Um, it seemed like he was going to win the MVP, but he did get injured and then he didn't get to play in the playoffs. And then they lost in the first round. So, and that was a couple of years ago. Now that was like three, four years ago. So, and he really hasn't been able to return to that uh, form. So no, that was like 60, that was like five years ago. But yeah. All right. Well, even that st- just makes my point even no, more. I, know. Like, I don't I know. think that he'd even, like, I don't think he can even get close to that anymore.
0: I would probably agree with that. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'd probably agree. I, I mean, I just don't know what you do. Like, do you take a veteran in for a year, draft a quarterback, and then after that year, you put the the, the, the young guy in? I mean,
1: it's going to be interesting to see what happens, honestly. Like,
0: so what are you doing then? Are you drafting a quarterback and then also bringing in a veteran, or are you just starting the, the young guy from day one? Or
1: in the situation that Breeze retires, you have to—I would say—you have to look at the veterans first because your team is still good enough to win, at least get to the Super Bowl, and definitely win the Super Bowl. But if is Alex knows, Smith a free agent? Um, contract extension got. Uh, Washington I would Still say I'm not sure if he will um, I I, can look at it right now but
0: I would say you can look it up if you if you can find it Uh I would say if I'm Peyton or the Saints no matter what if Breeze retires or not I'm drafting a quarterback Uh assuming there's one that you even like a little bit which I'm sure there will be Uh doesn't matter really what round uh, i would assume probably in the second to fourth you can find a guy maybe if, if you have to trade up in the first for a guy you really like then do it uh if breeze doesn't retire cool um it's... he plays another year if he does retire uh, i would look to bring in a veteran that isn't um stubborn and would be willing to kind of be a mentor to the to the, to the rookie quarterback and kind of like that alex smith role where you know He's not like a, he's not cocky and arrogant to the point where he's just not going to talk to the rookie because it's his job or whatever. Like, I, I would want a veteran that is going to play well, first and foremost, but also is going to share some knowledge and be a helpful resource to whatever quarterback I draft. I don't know if
1: yeah, and again, that's a decision that they have to make.
0: I mean, like, who would that? Who like? So, in my opinion, I think it. I don't think Derek Carr would be bad. Uh, I don't know that Jimmy Garoppolo would be great. Uh, I think Garoppolo is looking for a place to start. <laughs> I don't think he's like, I don't think he's like a solidified backup guy or guy that starts for a year and then is a backup. Uh, I think Dalton's at that at that point. Like, I mean, would Dalton take a one-year contract or two-year contract with the Saints? I don't see why not. Uh, it's probably one of the only starting jobs he might be able to get. I don't know if the Saints would want Dalton, but I know Dalton would not be. You know, if Dalton lost his job midway, I, I know he wouldn't be throwing a hissy fit. And I don't know that I could say the same for somebody like Cam Newton. If you brought Cam Newton out, I don't know. I don't know. Garoppolo, honestly, I don't know that about that either. So, I mean, it is going to be interesting to see what they do.
1: And uh, on on, on Alex's contract, he does have an opt-out after this year, but he, on his extension, he does have two years after this year, but he could opt out after this season if he wanted to
0: I mean is he gonna though
1: I'm not sure if he would um it'd be interesting to see like if the Saints offered him a starting job I could definitely see him opting out like if he knew that you know Breeze was going to retire and that you know like the potential or the uh, opportunity was there for him to start in New uh, New Orleans I mean I could definitely see it I don't know if the Saints would go that way or not but I could definitely see him opting out at that point yeah
0: Yeah, yeah, I could see that too,
1: uh, for sure. Yeah, I mean, yeah. But uh, getting to – so we're talking about the Saints, but also the Packers game. So, again, you picked the Packers to be the one seed. I picked them to be the two seed. Um, They won today against the Lions. They won 31-24. It was definitely not as close of a game. I mean, it was definitely a close game, but it kind of seemed like the Packers kind of had the game in hand uh, through most of the way. Didn't really seem like the Lions were ever really going to come back, um, like ever take the lead or anything like that. And Rodgers, I mean, there's something that we haven't really been talking a lot, but Rodgers, he may be the uh, MVP, number one candidate over Mahomes. There's a chance.
0: I I would say probably right now, yeah. I mean, they're the one seed in the NFC uh the chiefs are also the one seed so i mean that doesn't necessarily mean anything but if the packers were the two seed the chiefs the one seed it'd be a little bit harder to go with rodgers over mahomes but i mean statistically rodgers just went 26 for 33 with 290 yards and three touchdowns i know mahomes threw three interceptions so let me just pull up the stats real quick it was 24 for 34 400 yards two touchdowns three picks by no means the worst day ever but uh for an mvp candidate to throw three interceptions in one game uh I mean, it's not great. Uh, I mean, yeah, I would say I would say they're neck and neck at this point. If you said Mahomes over Rodgers, I would not disagree. If you said Rodgers over Mahomes, I'm not going to disagree. I think we will have um, a clear-cut candidate by the end of the year, though. We've got three more games, and I think we'll find out. I, I ultimately think Mahomes will win the MVP, but
1: I don't know. If maybe I'm wrong. If they're like similar in numbers and they both finish – let's say they both finish with over, let's say they both finish at least 13 and three, which seems like they both will. I mean, the Packers are 10 and three, so they might finish 12 and four. But let's say they're both the one seed in the AFC and NFC, and their stats are pretty similar. I think they give it to Rodgers because this is probably like his last chance to win an MVP. I would say like Mahomes, he's obviously as he's going to have another 10, 15 years of playing and be at a top level. And it may I may depend say on happy. Chiefs record though.
0: Like if the Chiefs,
1: it, I mean, so if fifteen the and one a game, you're right? And they I'd be homes, but if they both have like two losses, I mean, the Packers already they have three losses and the Chiefs have one loss. I mean, the Chiefs finish if they're let's say the Chiefs are fourteen and two and the Packers are thirteen and three, and their stats are pretty similar, but there's not much you know difference between them. I think they'd give it to Rodgers. That's what I think.
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't disagree. The storyline's probably better. Uh, I also yeah. think that the voters may have a slight bias towards Mahomes just because Mahomes prior to this year has been slightly better as well. I may, maybe not. I don't know. I still think Mahomes has overall probably been the better quarterback. Statistically, this game's not as great. There was a period where the, where the the Chiefs did run the ball like a lot and Mahomes was not throwing the ball as much. Uh but ultimately I would say I would say, I mean, Mahomes, I still think Mahomes is the best quarterback in the league right now. And I don't know that it's
1: you know, there's no doubt in that.
0: And for me, if it's at all close, I'd personally I'm just gonna vote for the person that I know is the better quarterback and it's Mahomes. So Yeah, I mean, but I could see it either way. It really depends. But yeah, if the if the Chiefs do go fifteen and one, it's gonna be really tough to give it to anybody but Mahomes. And that's crazy if they go fifteen and one because That means their only loss of the year was to the
1: Raiders. And, I mean, yeah. You know, that would be – and they definitely could. I mean, they play Saints, Falcons, and then Chargers. So, I mean, you kind of assume Falcons, Chargers are most likely wins. I mean, maybe the Chargers game, like if they have the one seed wrapped up at that point, um, they may just, you know, rest some players. They may lose that game. But, um, yeah, if he plays well against the Saints and the Falcons, um, I could definitely – I think it would just be close. I think it really just depends on if the Packers lose again. If the Packers are 12 and 4, and let's say the Chiefs are 14 and 2, I'd probably give it to Mahomes at that point. Like, if it's a two win gap between their win totals, it'd be tough for Rodgers to win it.
0: And this is kind of unrelated. I, I agree with that. This is kind of unrelated. But I mean, let's say that the Chiefs go 15 and 1 and they win the Super Bowl again. Like, I mean, this is going to be, this is my, this might just be the start of, an, of another dynasty, of another Patriots. I mean, because Mahomes has just been so good since the, you know, I don't think anybody's ever been better than Mahomes the first two years of his, three years of his career, four years of his career, whatever. No, I don't think it's close. I don't even think it's close. Yeah, it's really, it's not... especially
1: with the Super Bowl. And, and let's say he doesn't win MVP, he still have one MVP. And let's say somehow, let's say he wins the Super Bowl too. He'll have like two Super Bowls, most likely two Super Bowl MVPs and a regular season MVP. Yeah, it's not even close.
0: I mean, there's a real, ch- yeah. This, I mean, I don't think Mahomes is going to have Andy Reid for his whole career, but yeah. And, and if they win the Super Bowl, then I mean, this team might go down as one of the most dominant of all time, if not maybe the most. Going 15 and one, it depends, would depend on what their playoff road is. But right now, I, I really just don't think there's any, there's many teams that are, that are going to be able to really be competitive with the Chiefs and the AFC right now. The only team I really could say would be the Bills if the titans are able to just run the heck out of the ball and the chiefs only get it for 20 minutes then like they could maybe compete but i would still think they lose because mahomes is just so good and that offense has so much talent on it and the nfc i mean there's the saints i'm sure if breeze is back they have like a puncher's chance same with the packers but i just i still think this chiefs team is so much better than every team right now and it's it's somewhat frightening because I think they're just going to end up being so good. And it, like, I don't, what's, there's nothing stopping them in next year either. So like they could, they could legitimately just three Pete. I mean, you could technically say that about any team, but I really, I feel like they easily could. I mean, there's nothing stopping this chiefs team.
1: Yeah. It will be interesting to see when uh, their team overall isn't as good as it is right now. Like you'll still have Mahomes, but like let's say in like five years, I mean their team's not going to be as good as it is right now like just salary cap wise and just you're going to lose people to free agency injuries everything so it'd be interesting to see when their team isn't as good and see how well he's performing and what their record is I'd still think they'd be like a playoff team even if they have like an average team like at least defensively maybe some of their key weapons offensively aren't there like right now like not only is Mahomes the best but I mean, they have so many guys on offensive defense that you could say are the number one player at their position. It's, it's, it's pretty crazy.
0: Yeah, I would say, I, I feel like they're going to have Tyreek Hill and Kelsey for a while. Maybe I'm just wrong on that, but I mean, I've been a, I've been a Hill guy for a while. Honestly, I, I mean, in my opinion, I would say Hill, maybe I'm not even a Hill guy if I say this, but I would say Hill is a top four receiver. Maybe I'm wrong on that. I, I really don't think I am though. Like.
1: I think he's he's. Different, I think he probably but... is a top four or top five receiver in the league. but for specific team needs across the league, I would say he's the number one wide receiver. Like if you were to put a wide receiver on, like what you take the the wide receiver and for that team, how well he fits, Tyree Kill is number one out of all the wide receivers. I yeah, would
0: say. I mean, yeah, he fits so well in this Chiefs offense, and so does Kelsey. Yeah, I just I don't know what I obviously anything can happen on Sunday. Like we've there's, I mean yeah like the Seahawks lost to the Giants. The Cardinals just beat the Giants. Like I mean anything you know you know, but yeah I just this Chiefs team is so good.
1: And there's no Belichick anymore, so rip, rip that. We'll I guess we'll see. We never know what ha- could happen next year, but um, yeah. But you mentioned the Giants. So I think we should talk Giants because they, so this was, this is my, this is kind of my team um, for the rest of the season. Obviously, my Cowboys are, you know, done. So I picked the Giants to win the division, the NFC East. And this week they started off with the Cardinals. Cardinals have been struggling. Murray's injured. At least, I mean, it seems like he's injured. I would say that he definitely is. And they've been. Cardinals had lost four out of five of their last games and really should have lost all five because the one game they won was the Hail, uh, the Hail Mary pla- uh, pass. And obviously, if that doesn't happen, then they lose that game. So they've been really struggling. They're going into New York. Dan- uh, Daniel Jones just came back, which maybe shouldn't have come back. Maybe it was too early. Um, it was only a week after what seemed like a pretty bad hamstring pull. And they had absolutely nothing going offensively. They lost 26 to seven. Um, I can't really blame their defense. I mean, their defense is pretty good uh, in this game. Um, I would say it's definitely a top five defense in the league, but their offense was terrible in this game. And it's, that's, that's not the game that you need going into the schedule that they have with Browns, Ravens, and then, I mean, Cowboys last week. But those next two games are like nightmare games. I think I
0: got caught up in the Giants having a couple nice wins and I can't make that mistake again. I don't know. Maybe now I'm caught up in the line and the Giants having one bad loss and thinking it's the end of the world. Uh, I am regretting picking the Giants to win this division. Uh, I forgot that that I don't like Daniel Jones. I just forgot that. Uh, I remember it now though this Cardinals team is not bad. They have struggled for sure. Uh, but Murray, Murray, when healthy and when he's playing well, I mean, he's up there in and, and quarterback ranking. Like he is top 10 for sure. Yeah.
1: Yeah. When and he's healthy, gonna, he's going to yeah. be top
0: five. Eventually he might even be inching there right now. Like who would you, I mean, this is a random kind of unrelated, but who would you rather have like Murray or Watson? We'll just say right well, now, like right now for the for the next like for just the, right the quarterback, not thinking about team. Yeah,
1: like n- not thinking about team. Correct. Man, that's tough because I really like Watson too. I like both I do of them as well. I do as well. I just think, I think Watson's, and again, it could be because of the team, but he's he just tries to do too much, which costs him. And he tries to make the big play every time, and I just. I know, and Murray tries to do it too, but I think he's just a little bit smarter. So I'd probably go Murray. I would probably agree. But it's, it's, like 50, Watson, it's like 51-49, you know?
0: Yeah, no, I agree. Uh, yeah, I don't know if it's a team or not, but yeah. I mean, Watson can get careless at times. He's just – he tries to go for it all. He tries to do too much. Murray can be the same way, like you said, uh, but he's slightly smarter. And I think – I mean, Murray's – he's got more room to grow. I mean, he's been in the league for less amount of time. So I think Murray's only going to get better. Watson's only going to get better as well. I, I, though, I do think Murray's the type of guy that could win two MVPs. I mean, Watson could win one. I don't know that Watson wins like multiple though. I I don't know if he's that type of like player, if that makes sense. I think, you know, I
1: think Murray is that kind of player.
0: Like in 10 years, I think we'll, see murray is an objectively better quarterback than watson uh and it and it it leads me to just
1: sorry i think you run the ball like way more effectively oh yeah for sure i mean he's super quick
0: uh and I, i just leaves me to i mean one the nfc west is so good and i know we talk about this all the time but it really is i mean i think the rams I don't know how long they're going to be great for, but right now they're still great. I still think the Seahawks and the Cardinals are always, with these two quarterbacks now, they're going to be perennial like playoff contenders for the next while. And I know Wilson's not young, but Wilson's still going to be an MVP candidate for the next, probably at least four or five years, honestly. Maybe that's a little bit too much, like a little bit high maybe he just falls off with the next few years because he's like what 31 i think i think he's either 30 or 31 yeah yeah so maybe he's not an mvp contender for the next five or six years but he's still i mean he's still going to be an elite quarterback for at least the next two or three and then a top 10 quarterback for probably the next five or six because he doesn't need his he doesn't necessarily need his legs all that much uh i mean he's, he needs them but he doesn't he doesn't rely on them as nearly as much as like even a, a Murray or obviously a, like a Lamar. Uh, but yeah, I mean, this, this, this NFC West is ridiculous. Uh, I think the Niners actually might be the team that's in the worst shape, but I mean, it's, it just comes down to the fact they don't have a, they don't have their quarterback. Uh, I, I don't know. I think Garoppolo might be around the same talent level as Goff, but if the Niners don't like Garoppolo, then that means they don't have a quarterback right now. And If they don't have a quarterback for next year, that's not going to be good. I mean, I guess there's no way for them not to. Because they there's no reason they would get rid of Garoppolo and then not bring anybody else in. But I mean, we'll see on that. I I'm not sure whether or not picking Vikings over Cardinals was the right call at this point. I mean, they're they're six and seven now. The Cardinals are seven and six. I did think the Vikings were gonna lose to the Bucs. Um, but I also I, so I kind of I predicted this, the Vikings would beat the Saints uh, after in two weeks from now. So that's I gotta I got that that has to happen for sure. And the Cardinals have yeah, to that's lose like your game. game. That's my game, and it needs to happen. Yeah. See, the thing is, is I was not expecting the Saints to lose to the Eagles this week.
1: You know, that I kind of just
0: or... well, I just thought that they were gonna have like a loss somewhere. And Not- I thought the Vikings were that weak, but I guess the Eagles was the loss. Maybe they have another one. Who knows? Uh...
1: The only thing that's going to hurt you is that since they lost this game, and, I mean, they're most likely going to lose that Chiefs game. Let's say they lose that Chiefs game. I think they're going to blow the Vikings out. There's no way they're going to lose three games in a row at yeah. the end of the season. Yeah. So you, 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 for you and the Vikings pick, you better hope that they can beat the Chiefs just so that, like... Because like if they lose two in a row, there's no way they're losing that Vikings game. If they beat the Chiefs, the Vikings at least have a chance to win that game. Yeah,
0: I think my Vikings pick might just be down the drain. I don't, maybe not down the drain, but it's gonna be it's gonna be tough.
1: My uh, Washington pick is looking great right now.
0: Your Washington wild card pick.
1: I mean, it may, well, maybe even division pick, but well,
0: but you didn't pick him in the division. Well, so. yeah, but
1: he did pick him to get into the playoffs though. So.
0: You picked him to get in as a wild card team.
1: I did pick him as a wild card, but it's it's still not out of the table that the Giants win the division. But the Washington football team they do seem like a real team. Now Smith did get injured, which I don't which does not help. As Haskins, he came in, he was terrible. He's just not a good quarterback at all. But if Smith what a bust of a back, pick! What a, you bust. Know, it was a terrible pick! But if Smith can come back and be like, well, it, I think it was the leg. I'm not sure if it was the leg that he had the injury with or not. I know it was the right leg. Um, I'm not, I think the leg that injured with his left leg. So I think it's the other one, but if he can just come back and be at least like 85, 90%, then they're looking good. But if he's going to be out maybe a week or two, or he's just not going to be even 80, 70%, they're, they're going to struggle because even though they're not great offensively, You'd so much rather have Smith than like Haskins.
0: Yeah, no, I 100 agree. I I actually think the Giants have a higher ceiling than Washington, p- probably purely because of the quarterback. But I think they also have a lot lower floor because, I mean, we know Alex Smith. We know what we know. Uh, okay, uh, provided he's somewhat healthy, we know what we're going to get out of him. Uh, we know what he won't be, or we yeah we know what he won't be. He won't be the guy that makes the plays to win the game. But he we know he also. Won't be the guy that throws three interceptions on Wild Card Weekend it is and is the sole reason you lose. Jones could be could be the guy that makes a play that helps you win a game, but he could also be the guy that throws three picks on Wild Card Weekend and you get blown out by Seattle or whatever team. Uh, so, yeah, I, I I actually still think the Giants have a good shot to win this division. Um, I'm I'm fine with my Giants win division winning pick. I think there's a solid chance the Giants win next week against the Browns. I mean, we'll see about that one. But uh
1: Well, they're going to need Jones to play like he's a top pick in the draft like he was because this could – honestly, this could be the end of Daniel Jones. If he doesn't play well these last couple games, and let's say they miss the playoffs – Well, mean, let's say they even make the playoffs. Let's say they make, they the, make playoffs, the playoffs. But playoffs but
0: they, even if they make the playoffs, Daniel Jones does not have to play well for them to make the playoffs at this point. It's – well. He can yeah, he can play like mediocre, like how he's kind of like I don't know, like he could play like a not top pick and they could get into the playoffs at seven and nine or whatever. Uh, but the thing is, they're gonna have to score
1: against these teams. Well, and I mean, yeah, obviously I know, but what I'm saying is like playing the Browns, who have a their defense isn't great, but it's good enough, and the Ravens, who have a really good defense. I, they're going to have to score at least 25 points in those games, I would say, even with how good their defense is. Okay, fine. They have to score 20-plus tw- points, let's say, fine. at the least. Sure, sure. Even if they
0: – okay, even if that happens and they make the playoffs, if Jones does not play well in the wild card round and they lose, I mean, we've seen how willing teams are able to move off their quarterback. I mean, the Cardinals are the ones that, one that comes right off the top of your head. Uh, so, I mean – I mean would you if let's say they make the playoffs and they lose in the wild card round and I mean would you move off Daniel Jones I would not be mad with moving off Daniel Jones at this point honestly especially well, if you, especially as if you're the Giants and you like and you like Joe Judge as the coach and Joe Judge is like eh I don't like Daniel Jones like I'd be like all right we'll find somebody think, else
1: Well I think there's two things I think it comes down to who's available whether draft or free agency um, I think I think still I think you still got young quarterback. The young quarterback. Um, your team's young. Your coach is young. I, I don't think you don't need a veteran. You're not like that kind of team yet. But I would say you keep him going into next year, assuming there's no like amazing options that I can replace oh, him. Well, there's no reason to but, get rid of him. But no, but I'm even like bench him. I'm saying, but like I think you start him going into his year three. But it's like you have to put him on notice and saying like, if you don't start playing well, then you're not going to be here after the next year, or you may just, you're not, you're going to get benched halfway through the season and you're probably not going to ever be the starting quarterback for the New York Giants again. So it's going to be on him to improve because if he doesn't improve going into next year, then he's not going to be the quarterback for the Giants in the, in the future.
0: I would be totally fine with the Giants drafting a quarterback. Maybe not the first round. That's a lot of stock to put in their quarterback that, if you're not going to completely get rid of Jones and by that, I mean like bench him, like you may not want to put two first round quarterbacks competing against each other. But like, I mean, when the, when the Washington football team, when they drafted RG three, they drafted cousins in the same draft. Obviously Jones has already been drafted, but you could draft the quarterback in the third round this year and have them go at it. And that either sparks something in Jones or it doesn't what, regardless you at least have something, no matter what happens. Um, if Jones plays bad, you have a, you have somebody else with some potential. If Jones plays well, uh, whoever your quarterback is that you draft in the third round, potentially builds up some trade value. Uh, I mean, that's kind of what happened in in Graupolo's situation, and Jones isn't Brady. But um, a lot of times, if you draft a quarterback and they just kind of back up, and especially if Jones is the reason, like, if Jones wins that job and he plays really well, then there's no – proof that that backup quarterback draft in the third round is like not good or whatever. So like, you can't really lose is what I'm saying.
1: And it's kind of like this. It's basically the situation that happened in Philly. You know, you have once yeah. who looked really good at the beginning of his career, but then he kind of had, he had injuries and then his play started declining Then they took hurts last year or this year in the second round. And it was like, it's like people do really think you're going to move off Wentz when you just signed to this contract, but it was kind of like you got to start playing better. He obviously wasn't playing better. They put Hurts in. Now I don't think he's like an NFL quarterback or anything like that. I don't think he's like the face of – like he's not going to be like the quarterback for the future, at least not in my eyes, but he – I mean, they beat the Saints, which I don't think anyone thought that they were going to, and if Wentz was starting that game, there's no way they were going to win that game. Yeah, no um, way. And – The Giants could definitely do the same thing. Take a guy in the third, fourth round, like a uh, developmental piece, and if Jones plays good, then you have Jones. And if he doesn't play good, then you have this guy for the future. So they definitely could do that, yeah.
0: Looking at specifically Wentz, uh, just talking about him getting Dell. I mean, this isn't necessarily related either, but I guess we'll just talk about it. Uh, If you're the Colts or if you're the Patriots or if you're whatever team wants Wentz, How do you view his whatever's going on that's causing him to not play well, even though we clearly have seen him play at an MVP level? It's not physical. I really don't think it's physical. Yes, he's had injuries before, but its I don't think it's the injuries that are making him play poorly. I think it's mental, and I think most people would agree with that at this point. If you're the Colts, do you think that it's – just solely like Nick Foles, Eagles based, and if you get him into a new environment, you can change that. Or do you view it as this guy's kind of a small town kid? He played at North Dakota State University or something like that. Yeah, uh, came on, never had a big, never has been that leader type of guy. We've clearly seen it when when that's what Foles was. That Wentz wasn't, and I I still have the opinion that if Wentz was the quarterback of that Eagles team, they'd probably lose that Super Bowl. Maybe they don't even make it. Uh, yeah i was gonna say maybe they don't even make it i and i really feel strongly about that and at the time as a patriots fan i was hoping we we're gonna play the eagles because i was like Man, it's nick Foles, like it's garbage and in the conference championship i was like all right so what we either play case keenum or nick Foles." like i mean <laughs> yeah that's you can't get any like luckier with that one uh but i mean we lost i mean but- i don't know what do you think like do you think that it's A Wentz problem or an Eagles slash Foles problem?
1: Do you think it can be fixed? I think it's an Eagles problem. And look, there's definitely blame for Wentz. I think his mechanics and his physical attributes have definitely taken a dip, but I think it's because I think it stems from the mental part. And him, it seems like the lack in confidence uh, over the years. I think I really think that Super Bowl really weighs on him. Like, I don't think, I think people are now starting to talk about it, but. You know, last year and even the year before, I don't think people are talking about it as much because he was going to be the MVP of the league. Um, the Eagles were definitely one of the best teams in the league that year. And look, who knows if they would have went to the Super Bowl, won the Super Bowl, who knows? But they definitely had a good chance of doing it. And he, got, he gets injured, Foles comes in and wins the Super Bowl. And then, he, you know, there was even a conversation of who should be the starter going into the next year. And, you know, obviously it seemed like you know, Wentz was definitely going to be the guy. But I think all of that, the conversation, the fools coming in and winning it, I think that really had an impact on him. And then the injuries, like, again, toward the ACL that year, then he had the back injury, and then he's had a couple, you know, like an arm, a shoulder, he had a concussion last year. So I think all of that has just come down on him, and I think he needs to get away from the Eagles. I think if he goes to the Colts, the Colts would be the perfect situation. I think he'd turn back into a top-10 player if he goes to the Colts.
0: That's what I think too, but it's like no also doubt about it.
1: risky. It's, it's it's definitely risky because the people you have to trade for him, you you probably wouldn't have to trade as much because the contract's so big, but you definitely have to trade something valuable and you take a contract that big where if he doesn't work out, you're then then you're definitely stuck with that contract. There's no way you can move that contract at that point, so it's definitely a risk.
0: Yeah, it's a huge risk because. And I don't know how much you would have to give up. It really depends on what teams want him. If you're, if only the Colts actually are seriously interested in him, then you might just get away with only having to give up a
1: sixth or a seventh or literally nothing. Who knows? Uh, well, I think it would I almost feel like it had to be a little bit more than that. No, a sixth round pick. I know the contract's terrible. The contract is well, horrible. Okay, I mean, so
0: next wow, in 2021. Well, well, yeah, but who wants this contract? I mean, the, so unless you're willing to like take on some like. I don't know. Like, so the cap hit next year is 35. It's 34 and a half, then 31, then 36, then 32. So his yeah, contract goes through
1: 2024. Like, and it's, I mean, the contract extension, I think, starts next going year. into next year, which yes. is, I mean, that's crazy to think about.
0: A $34 million cap hit, $34 and a half million. And the dead caps, the debt caps like $60 million or something like that. That's not something that if I'm a team, that's you know, if I'm making this trade, like I want to be ninety, at least ninety percent sure that this that Wentz is going to be a top ten quarterback, at least ninety percent.
1: Well, I think that's why the Colts are the only destination. I think the Patriots could be, is Belichick, it's the Patriots, everything like that. But I really think the Colts are because we said this last week that Frank Reich is their head coach. He was the offensive coordinator for the Eagles. The Colts are a good team. They have a pretty good offensive line, maybe one of the best in the league. Um, they have a really good defense. Now, their offensive weapons aren't amazing, but I think with Wentz in there, they, he'd make them better. And as you could see with Phillip Rivers, they're a playoff team, and they could maybe win their division and have you know 11 wins. I think if Wentz was They it, could even
0: make the conference championship game. They, who knows? they definitely I mean,
1: could, depending on who they play. If they don't face the Chiefs, before that they definitely could i mean if they play
0: they could play titans bills or something i mean I'm, I'm sorry they could play like Titans, Steelers, or something like, yeah
1: that's they'd probably hope they definitely hope for that they definitely hope they'd face the Steelers, and, and then another team bills. that probably
0: isn't the bills
1: yeah i mean i think the i think the bills are definitely the biggest threat to the chiefs um but you definitely rather play the bills than the chiefs before the conference change uh, championship game but i think if wentz was on that team going into next year I think they'd be one of the top teams. I mean, look, you have to see how he play, but just knowing the situation that he's coming from and then going into, they definitely be one of the top teams if he can perform. You know, go back not into MVP level, but definitely be a top ten quarterback. Then yeah, they definitely yeah. be a top team. You know, I, I thought the Patriots would be a
0: super interesting team, but I agree with you that the Colts are probably the only legitimate team, uh, or at least that, I, that that I can think of right now. I the reason I don't think the Pats are legitimate. Is I don't think Wentz is a guy that Belichick would be into, and I don't think he wants to pay his quarterback really anything. Uh, I think he either wants a cheap veteran that he can kind of build, which is which is kind of what he tried with Newton, or he wants a young guy. Um, I don't think he's interested in, in Carson Wentz's contract, so I don't think it would be I don't think it'd work out. And yeah, I don't think Belichick would be really like Wentz that much. So, and it's not worth the risk at all. I. I, I as the Pats, it's not as the, as the Colts, maybe it is more worth it because, you know, you, you, you know, more about Wentz, especially with Reich as your head coach. Uh, I don't know what Reich thinks about him. I really, and I'm curious. It's a very interesting question. Actually, if I could ask him one question, that's what I mean, stupid question, but like, if I could, if if I could only ask him one question, I don't know what else I'd want to ask him, but I'd ask him that. I'd be like, what do you think about Carson Wentz?
1: Yeah. Because if, if he's on their team going to next year, then they're a top three or four team in the AFC in my mind, at least. Um, again, he'd have to perform, but I think they would be. And if, like, I think they're the only team that, like, I think it's worth the risk for them if they believe in him. If it really just comes down to Frank Reich, if he believes that he can fix him and get him back to what he was, at least somewhat what he was, then I think you have to do it because they're a team that, if you add a quarterback like that, they can get to the Super Bowl. And if you just keep trying to go with these bridge quarterbacks or like veterans, you're just not going to be able to get there. You may win a playoff game, but you're not going to get much further than that, especially with the chiefs in the AFC. There's just, you're not going to be able to beat the chiefs without having that kind of quarterback or your defense would just have to be absolutely lights out.
0: Yeah. The Colts defense is great, but it's not to the point. It, like it, you'd have to have like a 2015 Broncos defense type of thing. And, even the Broncos defense, you know, it was great, but they had to elevate in the playoffs clearly uh, to carry that type of quarterback. And Phillip rivers, isn't what Manning was in 2015, but I'm just, yeah. I mean, they need an actual quarterback that can make plays to win a game. Rivers can keep you in games, but he's not going to keep up with Mahomes. And I think Wentz definitely can. Wentz could even have the potential to outplay Mahomes and, and not, not consistently, but in one playoff game in the AFC championship in a game that has a lot of pressure and weather who knows it's january february like you never know yeah i think it's i, I i'm curious though because if wentz isn't on the eagle or on the colts next year then you have to assume it's because reich doesn't like wentz because if, if reich does like wentz, i mean you would trade for him in a heartbeat right he's not old yeah, he's he 27 asked. right now he's 27 he's basically entering his prime He's basically in his prime right now, and his contract goes until he's 31. So there, you would not have any of him in his, like, out of his prime. Now, maybe injuries have something to do with that. I don't think – okay, well, in terms of Wentz, I don't think – if you're the Colts, I don't think you say no to this trade because of the injury concerns. If you're, if you're saying no to this trade, at least in my mind, it's because you actually don't like Wentz in general. You think the mental is not there in general, and you don't think it was an Eagle problem. You think it was more of a Wentz problem. And I, I think that might be what Reich thinks. I'm not sure if Reich thinks that, but maybe he thinks, you know, Foles ultimately was not as talented, but he had balls and he got the job done. And ultimately Wentz didn't. And even though Wentz is much more talented, has a bigger arm, has a bigger frame, he's just not as mentally strong. And I'm, I'm curious, though. I'm curious to see what happens with Wens.
1: Well, I think the one thing also is that um... – And I heard this before, and it's kind of what you were saying. He played North Dakota State, which is small. He's always been, you know, from like a small town, small community. And you go to Philly, where it's a lot bigger, it's a city. And look, he's been there a couple of years, but he probably just doesn't really fit in in Philly culture than he would if he was in Indianapolis, where it's more laid back. It's not as much media. Um, So it's probably – it's probably not as more, much, but there's still going to be a good amount. Yeah, but of media. it's not compared to Philly though. It's not the yeah, same like for sure, the city and the people in the city, the cultures of the city, especially where he comes from and what his lifestyle is. Indianapolis fits him like perfectly in that sense, which I think would definitely. I think that would help his mental aspect also.
0: Yeah, I mean, I would say Philly's like top ten, top five most like grumpy fan bases with like annoying media. <sighs> top five, it's like number one, bro. It might, yeah, it might be. I mean, I would say New York is like more pressury and stuff like that. Like, I mean, it's New York. I would even say right now. I mean, I don't know, like the walking into the Patriots job after Tom Brady leaves probably gonna get you more. You're probably being a more pressure with that. But yeah, I mean, yeah, Philly's up there. I mean, if not number one. Uh we'll move off Wentz, though. I mean, I think we hash that out. Uh, we'll talk about. The ex quarterback of the New England Patriots, arguably the greatest quarterback of all time, uh, you know, TB twelve uh, off the bye. Bucks Vikings Bucks one twenty six to fourteen. Uh, this game should have been so much closer. I don't know if you watched this game or not. I'm assuming you probably did, or at least get watched a little bit of it. Uh, Daniel or Dan Bailey, uh, ex Cowboys kicker. He went 0 for 3 on field goals, and I think he missed. Uh, I think he missed an extra point, maybe two. I, I think one. Yeah. I think only one extra point he missed. No, he missed one. Yeah. So he missed three field goals and an extra point. Uh, by the way, none of them were even close. Um, it was bad. It was bad. This game should have been a lot closer. I mean, what do you, I don't know what you think about that. Like, I, I want to get into the, into the bucks and stuff. And I want to get into maybe some cousins, but I mean, the first thing I took for away from this game is wow. Dan Bailey is horrible. And wasn't there at a point where he had technically had like the highest field goal percentage history in the NFL all time.
1: You yeah, no, there was and then a couple of Cowboys years ago.
0: Actually, I'm curious. Why did the Like, do you know why the Cowboys moved off of him? Cause I, I mean, I, I didn't ever follow the Cowboys at the time. It was kind of surprising to me to see them move off of him for some guy that I didn't really know very well.
1: Well, they moved often because um, he had he had a couple injuries um, like a season before he'd been getting a couple injuries and he wasn't as effective as he was like he was automatic you know like 2013 2014 2015 2016 like he was just automatic like you knew he was gonna make it uh, he was usually he was always pretty good at like 50 yard plus um, especially being in the dome it always helped so uh, and I think he was number one in percentage from kickers i'm pretty sure he was number one at some point i think I'm this was sure before justin,
0: like i think this might have been before absolute prime prime justin tucker like i think tucker yeah was drafted, justin
1: like, tucker is number one now but he wasn't i think he was like 89 percent, 90 percent, something like that from yeah. uh, percentage wise but they cut him because i think you know he wasn't being as effective as he was earlier um and he was pretty good with the vikings like he, i think he's the thing this is like his third year with them i want to yeah, say yeah i want to say that too i want to say they had I don't think he was was he the signing right after Blair Walsh? I don't think so. Maybe maybe he no, was. Though. He was signed in t- so we cut him going into 2018. We cut him. Okay. And I, and I don't even really think he was kicking for anyone until like halfway through the season. I think the Vikings signed him like maybe they signed him right after It was either they signed him like right after or it was like halfway through the season. But he's been with the Vikings since 2018.
0: Yeah, anyway, it's not like I see what you're saying cuz he was he was not a problem really. I mean until No, he really was recently.
1: Like looking at the game, you're right. I mean that. I guess technically it wouldn't have mattered because that's ten points worth, and they still would have lost. But at the time, yeah. But like at the uh, yeah. But at the time, it was huge because I mean he missed. I think it was from thirty six, like forty five and fifty four, something like that. Why
0: I was so some of those field goal calls, I was a little bit confused by. The 54 one was – I was kind of confused because I think he had already missed two field goals at that point and the extra point. Um, Why even – why don't don't you just punt it there? I mean, like, because the 36-yarder wasn't even, like, close. Like, for a 36-yarder, it wasn't
1: close. The 45-yarder whatever it was also was not close at all, at all. Well, the only thing for the 54-yarder – I mean, it was fourth and 15, so –
0: I mean I would've I think there's an argument to be made that you punt there and just pin the pin the offense at maybe you don't have any confidence in the punter either. I don't know. But I would rather because yeah. I don't want to give Brady and, and the Bucks and it's not like the it's not like that offense had even looked like outstanding this game. It really wasn't it did not look it didn't have that click feeling like we were talking about earlier. It did not click in this game, in my opinion. Um I would have much rather preferred. Pinning them on, you know, inside the ten or whatever. Maybe you get lucky, uh, and pin them on the three or something. But yeah, I I mean, like, did anybody really think that fifty-four yarder was going to go in? And obviously, hindsight's twenty-twenty. It didn't go in.
1: I mean, it wasn't even close, though. It wasn't close. Yeah, I I don't know. It started off like right, and it stayed right the entire time. It was never even going in. I
0: wonder if Bailey gets cut or not. I mean, it's. I I would. I feel like he has to, but he like I feel like he has to, but at the same time, like. If you were going to cut him, like, wouldn't you have not sent him out for that 54-yarder? Like, I feel like sending him out for that 54-yarder shows you, you have a little bit of confidence in him and maybe well, missing that's
1: the last straw, but – Again, the, the well, the 54-yarder was the second missed field goal that he had. Um, so, so, was it the 45
0: that was the third? The,
1: the 40 – I think it was 45 or 46 that was the third. But it was – so, the only thing is that it was first – they first and goal – then they had an incomplete pass and then two straight sacks. So it was fourth and goal from the 28 yard line. And at that point it was, it was 26, 14. So you're thinking, I mean, I guess a field it's still a two possession game. Even if you, well, no, it was actually 23, 14 at that point. So, you know, a field goal gets you to six points. Yeah. I remember. You know,
0: okay. Now I'm so- sorry. Hour. I remember now. Yeah. They had just gotten, the, they had gotten the two point conversion yeah, uh which made it 23 to 14. The field goal would have made it a single score game
1: and he missed it. But yeah, I mean those you can't take those two stacks anyways. But going talking about the Bucks though, so I've been high on the Bucks. They've been my pick to get to the NFC Championship at the least. I think going into the playoffs we'll see how these next couple of weeks go if they're they start clicking. Like this game, they really didn't come out as I expected them to. I expected them to come out kind of just like guns blazing, and they'd be much more on track than what they've been these last couple weeks. Um, They really weren't that. They kind of played a sloppy game, honestly. Um, It's not like they really had turnovers or anything, but they just didn't seem like they were in – they didn't have any really momentum. Uh, They didn't really seem like they had any – like they were in like a groove or anything like that. Yeah. Entire game. Brady had that great throw to Scotty Miller, that 48-yard touchdown. That was a great throw by. That wasn't. That
0: was a very nice throw, and it was a nice contrast to the past like 20 throws of 15 yards or more downfield that Brady's missed. I mean, it was early in that game. Brady had a couple misses, bad misses. I think it, he had Godwin wide open, missed that. Uh, I forget there was another one too. He, he, uh, he Gronk missed Gronk on. He, he had Gronk on that. Oh, Gronk was open. Gronk was and, open on that. After, those play, after the Gronk play, especially, actually, I was just thinking like, wow, like Brady's accuracy is diminished. And uh, I mean, that Scotty Miller play was definitely nice to see. And it doesn't take the point away that Brady's accuracy is diminished because it has. Um, I don't know if that's I don't know how much worse it's going to get. Like, I mean, if he can t- if he does miss those, if he, if he's going to miss two to three open wide receivers a game, that's not good. That's not good
1: at all. You know, that that's not going to – he's going to have to be much better in that. But I did think he played a decent game. Maybe not – he definitely wasn't a great game that he played. But I thought he played pretty decent. And yeah,
0: he he played fine. I think he played
1: fine. He played good enough to where I think if they were to play, like, a better opponent, I think he could definitely do more. Like, if he were to fix a couple mistakes, um, then he could be the reason why they won the game. But against a team like the Vikings and where the, the – Bucks defense was getting pretty gassed in that first quarter, first half. I think Cook had like 100 yards like halfway through the second quarter, but they really came in. They forced a couple of turnovers. Obviously, the field goal, missed field goals really helped, especially because field position, because they would get the ball at like the 30, 40 yard line every time. But I thought this was the start of what I believe is going to be them winning the rest of their schedule out. Again, they go Falcons, Lions, Falcons. I mean, that's a pretty easy schedule. And I think these are three games where they can get Brady going, get him ready for the playoffs. And again, I picked them to be my five seed, and I think they definitely can be the five seed. And they can definitely make the uh, NFC Championship game if they can get going. They need to get going. If they don't get going over these next three games, it's going to be tough because they're not Brady's not going to be rolling, and he's not going to be in playoff mode, uh, no matter what he like says or what Arian says. But if they can get going over these next three games, their defense is going to be fine. Uh, it really just comes down to the offense and what Brady can do with, you know, Evans, Godwin, Brown, Gronk, Ronald Jones. Uh, Leonard Fournette was a healthy scratch, which is just crazy. I mean, to it's, think that...
0: I, I was never big on the Leonard Fournette side, signing. He's never been great either. I've never, I don't know. I never put any stock into him. I know people might have, but I never really did. Um, I think that has come across relatively clearly in this show. I've been a Ronald Jones guy and I'm not – I'm not even a Ronald Jones guy. I've just, I've liked Jones more than Fournette. Don't like either though. I think you, I think having some guy like a James White or even just somebody that can catch the ball out of the backfield is so nice, especially for an older quarterback. Uh, I guess when I'm, so in this game off the bye, I was kind of just, I was kind of just hoping that, you know, this was the game where they click and, you know, so in 2014, uh, they lost to the Chiefs in week four. The Pats were two and two. This was the Revis year, and then we beat the Seahawks. Um, the next game, the to Cincinnati game, I feel like I'm people, whatever. Uh, they clicked that game. They, and the Bengals weren't, like, an awesome opponent, but they were, like, not the necessarily the worst in the NFL. Uh, they came out, and they destroyed them, they, and they looked awesome. I was kind of hoping for something like that this week. And I feel like I got more of like a baby step game, like nice job. You guys are making baby steps towards it. I'm going to have to see something in the next three weeks though, for me to want to, when we do our predictions for like the Super Bowl and stuff for me to pick them to go there. I'm, I'm like, this can't be the, the most I see.
1: You know, else, they're going to have to play better.
0: Yeah. And I think, you know, these last three weeks, I mean, could you draw better opponents? Like, like this is easy. If you lose any of these games, that's a bad sign. Really bad sign. You really want to win these last three. Maybe the last game of the year doesn't matter if you've already clinched whatever spot, but I don't think that's going to be the case. I think you'll have to play that game out.
1: Yeah, I don't think 10 and 6 is going to get you that 5 seed. You're going to have to go at least 11 and 5, which means them winning out.
0: Yeah, I think, yeah, I definitely would agree with that. Maybe they could go 10 and 6. I don't, I don't know, whatever. Uh, but I don't think they'll be in a spot where they're, position in the seating is clinched and not able to be moved so I think they'll have to play that last game but yeah I mean really there's and Aikman said at some point in the broadcast he was like a lot of stars one ball or something like that I mean you just gotta it's all got to click and I don't know when that's gonna be but over the next three weeks and I've said this before this offense has to get it going at some point for me to justify picking them to get to even the conference championship or Super Bowl or something like that so and ultimately you know last thing uh, you, the Bucks definitely want to get that five seed for obvious reasons um, you want to play the NFC East winner without a doubt right like
1: um, uh, I would say yeah unless that team whoever it is Washington or New York is I mean, you definitely don't want to play Washington right now because of that defense, but I mean you'd definitely rather play Washington over the other teams, I would say.
0: Well that's exactly what I'm saying is like no matter how good they play these last three weeks, there's no team you'd rather you'd you'd rather play the Reds or the Washington football team over any other team in the in the playoff picture right now, I'd assume. Yeah, I would say so. So yeah. Um I guess we can wrap it up there. I don't know if there's any other games that you necessarily wanted to cover or not. Um me not necessarily there were some other there were some other solid games uh but really nothing that changed anything up i mean obviously we didn't necessarily talk about it but the washington football team did beat the 49ers uh so they have the lead in the division they have a one game lead over the giants um actually sorry half game right Half game, yeah so yeah obviously the packers we said the packers won, so they now have sole possession of the uh the number one seed don't think there was much else really um did we talk about Chiefs Dolphins really that much? I don't I don't think we did.
1: No, uh, we, didn't. I mean, well, we, we talked, did mean we Talked a little bit about it. Yeah. I mean it's more so we talked Chiefs more. I think we both had the Dolphins missing the playoffs. So yeah. it's we didn't more, talk about the Dolphins that much, but
0: yeah, I mean we talked about them last episode. So
1: Yeah, and they're it's more just this is a good year that they had so far, and if they miss the playoffs, I think they could look at it as a positive. So
0: Yeah, I mean obviously you want to make the playoffs, but yeah, yeah. Uh, but that's really all. Um, I think tomorrow's game slash today's game whenever you guys have seen this um we're recording this this is it's currently 110 in the morning but uh so technically today's game Ravens Browns I mean that's gonna be a big game
1: um, yeah, it's gonna be a huge game
0: before we go I mean what are your what do you think's happening in that game
1: well I think the Ravens are gonna run the table in these last um couple weeks Uh and I think the Browns are going to fall if you look at their schedules. So, yeah, I mean, I'm going to Ravens. I think the Ravens, that win over the Cowboys, I think just and getting all their players back and healthy from the COVID list and everything like that, I think the Ravens are going to be one of the best teams in the AFC going into the playoffs. So, yeah, I think they win this game.
0: Yeah, I definitely agree. I think the Ravens win this game. Um, I would be surprised if the Browns won. I'd still think the Ravens are the better team here. I don't love the Browns. We've talked about it many times, though, so I'll wrap it up. Uh, That's it. Um, We're probably going to come out with another episode, what, tomorrow, potentially, about the NBA?
1: So, Um, Yeah, one's going to come out soon about the NBA and everything else that's been going on. But, yeah, there's going to be a lot lot more episodes coming out in these next couple, you know, two weeks when NBA starts, MLB agency. Still none of the big guys have signed, but they're going to sign for most likely at some point this month, I would assume. So, um, yeah. yeah, and then the playoffs are going to start for NFL, so a lot of stuff's going to be happening. Yeah,
0: NFL playoffs, start of the NBA season, we're going to do, like, predictions. So, you know, award predictions, playoff predictions, stuff like that. We'll probably give uh, our super way too early finals winner, finals champion. Uh, we'll probably talk about the Christmas games at some point, too. There are Christmas games this year, so... Uh, yeah i mean we'll probably talk about those so
1: yeah we'll yeah. talk about all that stuff
0: all right that's it uh we'll see you guys soon